you can actually I find it hard to believe that somebody who marries a 14 year old would have uh, anything but the most upright intentions. I, I am worried about what is upright, actually. <laughs> have you ever like actually seen what high school kids look like? They're terrible. Uh, this they is just get mowed down. 14-year-olds are in high schoolers, are they? Yeah, it's, you're a freshman in high school at 14. When you're 14? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, most people don't turn 18 until they're freshman year of college. And even say, then. I'm an American, and if I want my daughter to be 14 and marry somebody, I have the right to let them marry whoever they want. Yeah, and like 45 states let that happen. And some states that are really terrible, it's like 16 or maybe 18. Well, if you can. Some states you can actually go under 14. You can be true, like 11, 12-year-old child bride. If Texas will let you execute a retarded person, I think they'll let you marry a 14-year-old. Texas kills like 50 retarded people a year. Do you, do you want me to play the theme again? <laughs> <laughs> Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome to the Biscuit Bunker. It is I, Chuck Sauce, in the Biscuit Bunker today. We have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Foti. Oh. Vincent Foti, it's so good to be here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show this morning. Well, thank you for joining me here in the Biscuit Bunker once oh, again. Oh, the good old Biscuit Bunker. It's we nice are broadcasting live from beautiful downtown Kihei. And I'm sipping on my delicious coffee and my septa mug. How septa did, mug, How did bro. you know what septa stands for? Well, I used to have sepsis. Okay. Now, Southeast Philadelphia Transportation Authority. Southeastern Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, there we go. I had it right Authority. earlier. Yeah. A good friend of mine, his dad actually uh, fixed motor engines for them back in the day but that's a that's one of the boring podcasts we do today's podcast is just like biscuits and gravy worth getting excited about our baby. biscuits are bursting today oh baby i got some bursting biscuits to say the least we didn't bro. have a show last week because you were gone i was gone ah, i hate taking breaks man you went to oahu to go I did. sample some of their coronavirus yep exactly you know what i got to say though about oahu from where we were People are way more cognizant about wearing masks, even walking around public, not just in the show in the stores, but walking around near the shores. You oh, know? you mean they were doing what they were supposed to do? Yeah, they wow, were that's crazy. following basic CDC guidelines. <laughs> I can't believe it. Until you go to the beach and then, like, you know, Duke's Bar is just crowded. Everyone's well, that's, everywhere. that's those blue states for you. Well, always following the rules. North Shore is beautiful. I want the friend like, look how it's empty. I'm like, yeah, this looks like Maui during peak season. <laughs> Did you, oh, you want the North Shore? Did you go surfing? Uh, yeah, you know me. I picked up the <laughs> most dangerous, highly physical sport uh, in my 30s. Yes. I weigh like 200 something pounds and I'm 5'2", so I'm really into all the sports. Yeah, but you're very buoyant, so I am you would most, be good at surfing. I'm the most buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> we have one hell of a show for you today, man. We yes, get to we say do. the word jizz lane without talking about the back alley near my house. Yes, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the arrest of jizz lane Maxwell. Maxwell's silver hammer came down on her <laughs> head. And, and she, by the time you listen to this, she will have been suicided by the Clintons. She will have been suicided by the time this comes out. Good old Clintons. Did you just kill everybody all the time? They're it's like cops. happen around 2 o'clock this cops afternoon. Cops and the Clintons <laughs> just get to kill everybody all the time with literally no recourse. So I guess we'll talk about that for uh, Conspiracy Cookbook at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Because um, not only did she get arrested, but she's also got some leverage. 
And oh, there's a baby. Whole, She's and, a fulcrum, to say the least. And speaking of babies, there's a whole other uh, conspiracy theory. I don't know if you another conspiracy theory, Vincent Fodi? Another one? How dare you bring up conspiracy theories on this show? It's another conspiracy theory involving Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> it's Ghislaine. Ghislaine? No, it's, we all, I'm a true-blooded American. It's definitely pronounced Ghislaine. We all know how it's really pronounced. Yeah. It's like John Boehner. He tried to say that oh, his, name, his last name wasn't Boner. No, it's, it's total Boner. It's clearly bro. Boner. It's Boner all day. He was an orange cry. Baby. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about Kanye West. Ugh. I got Are a we? sous vide machine. Yeah. I've been taking my time with my meats, baby. And uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about Charlie Daniels. Ooh. Charlie Daniels. Devil went down to Georgia. is looking for a soul to steal. Oh, right, right. He's he just, dead. He just passed away. Yeah. Mm. Just in time for us to rant and rave about conspiracies. Ooh, that's good music, man. Oh, those are for some some of the conspiracies later on. Today. So much conspiracies today, bro. Bend over, Abigail. So much, so much going on in the world of biscuits and gravy. Coming <laughs> up the show, we're gonna finish the episode off with a nice little segment we like to call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. buffalo what is sound. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? That's when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I am the smartest buffalo in the room, baby. And how do people contact? Because it's a trivia section, right? It's right trivia so part of the if show. you want to participate, email us your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And we'll ask your questions to Chuck live and on give the us, air. And give us the answers. Vince doesn't want it. He's watching too much TV. Which is another segment we do on the show called Spoiler Alert. Love Spoiler Alert. We got a lot to talk about for Spoiler Alert today. Did you get drunk and stoned and watch Independence Day on Independence Day? I, I did. I watched Wicker Man over and over again. Nice! You know, Nick Cage is related to Francis Ford Coppola. I did know that. He's his nephew, As and a- he didn't want the Coppola boost. As this. you know, it worked really well for Sofia Coppola. Well, he's getting the biscuit bump. He's getting the biscuit bump, baby! <laughs> ah! Ugh, I cannot wait to jump on the gravy train today, man. Oh, by the way, um, last week we were talking, or the last time we were on the show, we were talking about that Dustin Hoffman show. It's called yeah. Luck. Luck, huh? That's the shortly lived HBO. It was almost a decade ago that it came on. Was it really? Maybe eight or nine years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I think so, because I was still in Philly, I think. when I was still in Connecticut, and it's when that legal marijuana was out called, like, Spice Dust or whatever. (laughs) And, oh, dude. Dude, I, so I'd mix that with weed and smoke that, and that stuff should be way illegal. Like, regular weed, it's so dumb that it's illegal, but that stuff was, I got me, like, cracked out and tripping and, like. I know oh, you dude. could you could buy it here in the head shops for a while. Oh my lord! I don't know if you still can, but I don't recommend don't, smoking. Don't. Just smoke regular weed. Just guys. smoke regular weed, bro. Smoke your regular. <laughs> Just what are you doing? Not support, smoking weed. Support your local weed dealer. Today's show is presented in part by Margaret Thatcher's Roofs. Need a new roof? Get a Thatcher. And today's show is also brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? Why, yes, I am, Chuck. Well, I've I've got got a name. (laughs) Today's show is presented in part by a lovely community-minded celebrity sponsor like Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction 
Without Benedict. And also by Andrew Jackson's eye drops, guaranteed to get the red out. <laughs> You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Oh, that's fantastic. So Jackson, Mississippi, uh, they just voted to take down the the statue of Andrew Jackson. Are they going to replace it with Guy Fieri? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think every statue in America should just be replaced with Guy Fieri. Dude, can you imagine all Jackson, like, Mississippi is now going to be called Flavortown. that also. are going to poop on his frosted tips, making them look more frosted. Even more frosted? Yeah. Oh, I think that would I be awesome. It. Love it. But Jackson, Mississippi, now also going to be renamed Flavortown. <laughs> Flavortown is like the Springfield. All the t- <laughs> it's going to be everywhere in USA. Uh, speaking of Flavortown, there oh, was yeah? a- uh, I don't know if you got the uh, petition that I t- that I sent to you. It's a <laughs> petition to remove the Columbus statue in Columbus, Ohio. And Dirty Italian. First, they were going to replace it with a Guy Fieri statue. Now they're thinking about replacing it with a Chef Boyardee statue. Of course, I saw that, and I would much rather have Chef Boyardee what? be replaced for it. I mean, there's so many better options of statues for than Columbus. Yeah. Like, Ohio, Dave Chappelle is from Ohio. Heck, yeah, duder. LeBron James. LeBron James is from bro. Ohio. Ulysses Grant is from Ohio. No way, Ulysses. S. So Grant. many great, awesome people, and also Drew Carey. Oh my God, can we? <laughs> that's what we need the most. Amount. And Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee wasn't born in Ohio. He was born in Italy, but he came and he moved to Ohio, mm-hmm. and that's where he started the uh, Chef Boyardee. Well, spoiler alert. Columbus was also not born in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true, though. That's true, though. Um, you know what I'm drinking in my coffee? Gin. She- uh, I got, sh- I was going to say Chef Boyardee. <laughs> that sounds amazing. A little Chef Boyardee in my coffee, some raviolis. Yeah. No, it's a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamer. Oh, my God. Coffee made, made a Cinnamon Toast Crunch Coffee Creamer. And if you can't afford Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamer, just eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is good for everything. Pour that milk into coffee when you're done eating the cereal. Right, exactly. You got CMNT. No way. TMNT and <laughs> CMNT. Mm. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If you make a milkshake, pour some of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the milkshake and, and just blend it a little bit. Just pulse it a couple times. Pulse get that it. all crunched up and ready pulse to go. It. Pulse it. You know what else somebody recommended it to me? I was making a milkshake and I had some nerds and they're like, Pour the nerds in the milkshake. Yo, I was like, what? G-T-F-A-O. I didn't know you could do that. And I, I poured the nerds Hold in the on, milkshake. Hold on. You're pouring little nerds? Nerds. and then Those so little sugar surprise looks like uh, boogers, though? Yeah, so you oh pour them Lord. in the milkshake. Then when you're eating the milkshake, you get the little nerds in there. And what kind of crunchy ice flavor. cream are you using in this milkshake? Uh, just a regular vanilla milkshake. Yes. But you can also do it if you make like... Um, if you're making some sort of smoothie, like a fruit smoothie, Holy also throw shit. some nerds in there. Just if you're making anything in a blender, throw I some mean, nerds in there. Clearly, we're all going way towards more pina coladas on this one, though, right? <laughs> That's what I need. A uh, pina colada with nerds in it? Oh, dude. Mm. Mm, I feel like pina coladas. That sounds And it's not sugary enough for you. Oh, also, do you want to do a quick comedy corner at the, at the sure. start? Sure. Now, since we're still at the top of the show. I got a couple things for Comedy Corner that we should get out of the way mm. right off the bat. Comedy Corner is brought to us by Glenn Close's Closets. Looking for the best closets? You're getting close. Comedy Corner is presented in part by Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something on your face. Comedy Corner is brought to us by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the, the demons! demons. Uh, so for Comedy Corner, we should mention that tomorrow, Thursday, uh, 7-9, July 9th, there's going to be a comedy show vibe. Wow. Did you know about that? Nope. 
<laughs> there's a comedy show at Vibe. Um, because of the quarantine restrictions and social distancing, there's only going to be about like room for 25 people in there. Oh, which is also what <laughs> Vibe Maximum has anyway. Yeah. Um, so everybody's going to be spaced out, but there is still, uh, last time I checked, there was still a couple tickets available. Are you on the show? I... I'm not on the show, but it's possible that I might be a surprise guest. Because oh. it's going to be Brian, uh, Corky, friend of the show, Corky, Eric Hoffer is going to be on the show. Wow, what Nick, an all-star lineup. Nick Nettleship, Cheyenne, all of Maui's best comedians. Wow, at Vibe. <laughs> that's so weird. I don't know how I missed the boat on that one. Um, but yeah, so that's tomorrow. Tickets are fifteen dollars. Wow, that sounds appropriate. It's a good show, and it's starting at seven o'clock. Wow! So, like I said, I was not originally on the show, but I have been invited to maybe swing by and do a pop set. So, we'll see. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, also, comedy wise, since we're talking comedy, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix right now. We, we I remember we were talking about Dave Chappelle and all his stand up specials. So there's about four or five hours worth of Dave Chappelle material that you can go check out on Netflix right now. I still I, haven't checked out most of it, man. Oh, I've seen all of his older stuff, anything that came out like a year ago. Dude, you don't even know what you're but, missing. Dave Chappelle is is the probably the best. Best li- of the best. Best working comedian in the industry right now. He's one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. Just won the Mark Twain Prize. There's like four or five Netflix specials that you can check out. You think Plus, Abbott and Costello are writing jokes every every week, new jokes? Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, uh, they were probably reusing a lot of like all old vaudeville material. Oh, vaudeville, baby. It's the same way with... Vaudeville USA! It's like even uh, like a lot of older musicians were didn't write a lot of their own stuff. They were doing standards. Mm-hmm. Like Frank Sinatra didn't write a lot of his own songs. He would just do other people's standards. songs. and he, Yeah, and old standards and stuff like that. So I think comedy was the same way. Even like Robin Williams, he was just kind of drawing from a lot of like source material. As he was doing his own jokes, a lot of like already established jokes would just kind of get thrown into the mix. Ooh, not not cool today by today's standards. Yeah. Well, I think he did end up finding some of the people who mm-hmm. he quote unquote stole from and then ended up paying them for their jokes. Yeah. Maybe. But I mean nowadays you really can't get he away has with an HBO any of that. special that is I can't believe it. I mean it's gotta be almost twenty years old at this point and it's so funny. Yeah, is that the one where he's talking about golf? Yeah, yeah. And he talks about eating, that's a classic one. Vagina, and he doesn't use his elbow for <laughs> it. Oh, it's so great. Uh, also available on Netflix, Eric Andre has a new stand-up special. Is it good? No, skip okay. it. <laughs> we were watching it, and uh, I I didn't really enjoy. I it. I like his character in other things. I like he's him like seasoning though. Like I, I would never eat a bowl of paprika. I think he's funny as like a writer. And performer, like I liked his show and all the like sketches and stuff that he does, but I didn't care for his stand up. However, uh, Jim Jeffries also has a new stand up special that just dropped on Netflix. So if you're a Jim Jeffries fan, his new Netflix special is called Intolerant. I think you might enjoy it, Chuck, because he has a whole <laughs> bit about being lactose intolerant. Oh, that's funny. Hmm. I thought you were in a way different direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's about him not tolerating different races. Yep. No, Jim Jeffries, but quite Jim, the Aussie, huh? But Jim Jeffries, so check that out on Netflix. How was your 4th of July, Chuck? Very uneventful. I worked in Mattress Land. I worked for uh, 
Chris Tucker's mattresses. <laughs> the best way to get tucked in when you're tuckered out. I forgot. Fourth of July is a big mattress holiday. Oh, it's so dumb. Because I, it's Fourth of the July dumbest was, thing. Fourth ever. of July celebrates the anniversary of when the first mattress yes was discovered. Was <laughs> when Columbus discovered a mattress. Yep. And so that's why on Columbus Day and Fourth of July, of course, and big, Day, we big. Have, those are the three biggest mattress holidays. Those are the biggest mattress holidays. Those are the king size mattress holidays. Of course, those are the California oh, king mattress holidays. Lord. It's it's so dumb because really, I mean, the prices are the same year round. They just advertise them so much more. So the same beds that are two hundred dollars off year round are now two hundred dollars off. Part of the big sale. So dumb. So well, dumb, man. I hate it. There you go. Now you guys And now know. if anyone listens to the show, they know the secrets. <laughs> and anybody that's listening that you sold a mattress to, they know they were ripped off. No, they just do the same price all year round. I always give people the sale. I'm like, I think it's dumb. I'd rather have Biscuit is right here. Oh Lord. That does can you actually play uh the biscuit and or gravy news? You have anything else for Comedy Corner before we dive in to the next segment on the tr- gravy train are today? You, are you saying that Biscuit is right here? Biscuit is right here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so uh, it's terrible. I was typing that up in my phone, and if I do Biscuit, it always says Biscuit and Gravy, it suggests afterwards. I'm more concerned about your gravy level. And then I said Limp Biscuit to Siri to send to you, and it auto-changed it to B-I-Z-K-I-T. Biscuit. Man, you trust it isn't wavy gravy at all. I don't trust that at all, Chuck. I was smoking harmless <laughs> tobacco. <laughs> um, I also am not a big fan of Limp Biscuit. No. But Biscuit is right Who here. Who is? Fred Douche. Uh, for 4th of July, I shot off some fireworks. I still had some of the big mortars. How'd you get illegal fireworks this year? Uh, we still had some left over from last time. Oh, nice. So I st- actually, we set off three. I had six, so I still have three mortars Ooh. left to shoot off. Um, Did your neighbors New Year's. Uh, light their kids in gasoline again? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Our neighbors on the corner are always It is it just great watching <laughs> your neighbors. So they just do not give a poop about and anything. And everybody's dog hates the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Because dogs hate freedom. Yep. Dogs hate freedom. <laughs> but Every dog is like PTSD Vietnam. And I also made some burgers, so mm-hmm. it was a very standard 4th of July. Had a great time. I love this show, man. I love being a part of the Biscuits and Gravy show. And that music can mean one thing and one thing only, guys. It's time for Biscuit and or Gravy News. Biscuit and or Gravy News is brought to us by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? Biscuits and or Gravy News is presented in part by Beethoven's Apartments. Now available. For a lease. And also by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. And, of course, our dear friends down at Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. All right, so, Chuck, I've got a lot of biscuit and or gravy news for you today. Well, I have some biscuit and or gravy news for you right now. All right, so we were just talking about 4th of July, right? Yeah. So let's say it's the 4th of July, and you're thinking about... You're thinking about biscuits. Of course. And Why you, would you not be? And since you're a red-blooded American, you're also thinking about titties. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, do you know about Christy Teigen's titty biscuits? No! <laughs> you don't know about this, Chuck? Christy Teigen's titty biscuits? All right, so you know who Christy Teigen is? No. Christy Teigen was a, a swimsuit model. 
Uh, she's also married to John Legend. What? And uh, Chrissy Teigen, when she was younger, when she was about in her 20s. Is she like she half had... Asian? Yes. All right. I yes. know those cities. She's either half Asian. She might even be full Asian. I'm not mm. I'm not sure. Mm. But uh, anyway, mm. Chrissy Teigen, when she was about when she was in her 20s, she got breast implants in. And then sad to say, just recently, uh, I think about a year ago, she got her breast implants taken out. But since she has, in the interim, had kids, her she got some nice titties. Her breasts ha- are still pretty naturally good size. One could say they're legendary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Chrissy Teigen on her Instagram, she was she was making some biscuits, uh, and she called them her titty biscuits because as she was like rolling out the dough, she's wearing like a low cut apron, <sighs> and um, let's just say the biscuits were not the. The most the focal point. They were not the, the focal point of the Instagram video. Oh baby! And so, if you follow Chrissy Teigen on Instagram, she's got <sighs> she she called it her special Fourth of July titty biscuits. <sighs> so you can go watch that video. I'm I'm really impressed. Uh, a lot of people were commenting on how large her boobs were, even though she had her breast implants taken out. Well, you got the mama biscuits. So sometimes you just got to be patient. You know, mm, just if, like a good biscuit, you got to wait from the rise. If you're out there and you're worried that your boobies aren't big enough, just wait. Maybe oh, you'll, maybe you'll marry John Lordy. Legend and have some kids, and then you'll get oh, some nice, Lordy. some nice big old boobies. Oh, so so I was very excited to watch that video. You can watch the video if you go to uh, Christy Teigen's Instagram mm. account. I remember uh, being young enough where you could masturbate to Sports uh, Illustrated swimsuit edition. Yeah, remember when you used to be able to masturbate to like just Sears catalogs. just JPEGs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when the the whole fappening thing happened, I was like, look at all these nude pictures of celebrities. I'm like, well, mm, cool. It's, it's nice. But I could finish, but I need something more <laughs> to get me going. I'm going to have to open up like 12 more tabs to get me there. <laughs> um, now, you wanted me to remind you to talk about vampire biscuits. Dracula biscuits. What are tra- <laughs> It's not vampire biscuits. No, they what are, are Dracula-, Dracula biscuits. What are Dracula biscuits? So, so are vampire biscuits like the generic version? So Dracula biscuits... Are a subgenre for nude goths. Oh, so if you're okay. if you're a goth and you like to show them them titties, you might be having a good friend on your Dracula biscuits. Dracula biscuits. Dracula huh? biscuits, dude. So, I don't know. How do you feel about goth girls? Sometimes I'm totally into it, honestly. Yeah, sometimes they're yeah. a little on the overweight side. Ooh, which is... Mm, but sometimes, there's bro. Some, there's some hot, sometimes, skinny goth girls man. out there. I, I saw some sexy, skinny goth girls in this documentary I watched about Satanists. Oh, ooh, I like it, It's man. called Hail Satan? Question mark. Hail Satan? And it's about uh, all those uh, the Satanists that tried to get the... Ten Commandments removed from the court. Nice from the courthouse, and then when they wouldn't remove them, then they tried. Then they sued them to get a statue of Baphomet put up at of the course. courthouse. Uh, let's just say, spoiler alert: spoiler Arkansas alert. was not happy. About Arkansas, that. oh no, Arkansas was not happy. My about Kansas that. would, but Arkansas won't. I tried googling Dracula biscuits, and all I found were biscuits that had like frosting on them to look like little vampire teeth. Yeah, I tried googling uh, Dracula biscuits. In X videos, and all it came out is with, uh, dr- <laughs> like, monster porn <laughs> and 
so and then by the way i love monster porn there's a lot of like there's a lot of monster hentai stuff ah, where it's, so gross, where it's people getting eaten by snakes and other monsters. There's actually a live action one that I found, which is pretty oh, hilarious. My Lord. It's a live action hentai video of this lady getting <laughs> um, <laughs> this Japanese lady getting eaten by like a snake monster. Oh, of course. And Who then it shows her that? like in the snake's esophagus, like <laughs> trying to get out. Nice. It's pretty good. I yeah. guess if something's live action, then it's technically not hentai. It's not it? hentai, no, but it's, it's it is, up there. It is Japanese, though. I watched a nice compilation video of monster porn with the Monster Mash song in the background. <laughs> Wait, is the monster so porn compilation? It's just, yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, monster porn with, like, they did the mash, they did the monster mash, and titties are bouncing, it's, it's great. A bunch Whoever of... edited that video has a lot of time in their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So there you go, everybody. That's your uh, biscuit and or gravy so news. Look up, well, we've got we got some more. Biscuits you got and more gravy biscuit news. and or gravy news. How good is this show going to be today? It's already the greatest I show kn- ever. I know you can't believe it, but there's more biscuits and or gravy news. More biscuits and or gravy news. Is this is what happens when you part take a by week Rick Astley's rickshaw rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. And also by Jackie Gleason's Creasons, the best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. His prices will send you straight, straight to, to the, the moon. moon. I don't think we talked about it on the show yet, but there's a, a story that Richard Nixon invited Jackie Gleason to the White House and showed him <laughs> aliens. <laughs> they didn't make a so, movie about this. So we'll talk about that maybe next week on Biscuits and Gravy because we got there's so many fun uh, stories to I am to exhausted. Cover. But this week, I've got one more biscuits and or gravy news thing for you. Just one more item. Um, there's there's a YouTube channel of this guy called Funk Turkey. And what he does is he makes... Funk pa- Turkey. He makes parody songs of different bands. So he'll make like a Nirvana song, and it sounds like... it's It sounds like a Nirvana song, but it's actually him doing the music and the vocals. But here's the twist. A lot of people make parody songs... He did an ACDC one, right? But here's the twist. He, all the lyrics are written by AI. So he he designed an AI to go through all the lyrics websites for, yeah. different, for different bands, compile all the lyrics, and then use an AI program to rewrite new lyrics. And then he takes those lyrics that the computer wrote and uses them as the lyrics in the song, right? Funky so, Turkey? It's called Funk Turkey. Funk Turkey. On, on YouTube. Um, so he recently did an Iron Maiden song. So it's a it's an Iron Maiden parody song. So it sounds like it's in the style of Iron Maiden. And he also sang it. And uh, the computer AI wrote the song. And the name of the song is Power Gravy. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the computer... <laughs> The computer wrote this whole song, and the chorus is all about gravy, and the name of the song is Power Gravy. Wow. I got a clip of it for you right here. Let's do it. This is a clip of the song Power Gravy, which is an Iron Maiden song. It's, It's... uh, the name of the band is AI Maiden, which seems like kind of a missed opportunity because he could have did A Iron Maiden. Yeah, of course. But either way, this is a clip from the song Power Gravy, which is an Iron Maiden parody song written by Funk Turkey. Let's hear it. Gravy. 
That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that is total it's Iron a, Maiden. It's actually a pretty good song, and so that's that's the guy. And the power <laughs> of the gravy. <laughs> the, the song "Power Gravy" is available on Power uh, of on, the Gravy. It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on uh, YouTube. I so, should sing everything like that. Wow, I didn't know that before. The Power Gravy should be like our new theme the song. So that was a, that. All I those, feel like I'm gonna get pulled over speeding listening to this song, and it's gonna be worth it. The cops gonna be like, "What the heck are you listening to?" And I'll be like, "The power." <laughs> What you never listened to Power Gravy before? <laughs> so if you're if you're an Iron Maiden fan or a Gravy fan, check out Power Gravy, <laughs> the song by Punk Terry. <laughs> He's got a couple other ones, but but none with Power Gravy. I gotta say he really nailed the Iron Maiden vocals too. Wow. Sounds really good. I can't believe that, man. I can't believe how great Gravy lyrics fit wow. into Iron Maiden songs. I like I that way that. more than Naked Goth Girls. <laughs> Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. 150. <laughs> I hate you. God, you're excited today. I'm so shot. Uh, all right. You ready to get into spoiler alert? Heck yeah, man. I just want to remind our listeners that they are tuned into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Maybe even on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. I think we said titties too many times. And we times. have a PSA for you. Nick Nolte. It's bad for you. And today's show is also brought to us by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get Hopkins. <laughs> Remember when Sports Authority was closing and we went in to play with all the toys and you were trying to beat the uh, Pogo Stick Challenge and then you turned around this old guy was just amazed at you. Oh, yeah. He was amazed that I could Pogo Stick inside Sports like, Authority. Do you think I could do that? And then we gave it to him and he didn't do it and we laughed and that's how that, and that's how that old man died <laughs> <laughs> and his soul is still inside the sports authority <laughs> what's at the sports authority now uh i don't it's know not the barnes the, and noble the soul of johnny mcpherson it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a haunted liquor store where a guy a ghost on a pogo stick <laughs> yeah. today's show is brought to us Boo! by <laughs> paul reiser's yeast makes a great jewish rye you'll be mad about paul reiser's yeast Paper for the Biscuits and Gravy Show is presented in part by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. <laughs> Make every letter a Scarlet letter. All right, so you ready to get in the spoiler alert? Heck truck? yeah, dude. Spoiler alert. Watch Independence Day. Still amazing. Uh, should I do my Independence Day bit? Sure. So in the movie Independence Day, Chuck, I don't know if you remember this, <laughs> but in the movie, they decide that they're going to they're gonna upload a computer virus into the alien's computer system uh, in order to shut down the the alien's defense system. Yep. Uh, now I don't know if you remember this. You might <laughs> you might remember because you just watched it in the movie. Jeff Goldblum uses an Apple Macintosh laptop yep. to do that to um, get into the alien hard drive. And I think this is the most the most incredible part of the entire movie because I believe that aliens could exist, but I don't think that their hardware is going to be Mac compatible. <laughs> I have hard drives in my room that aren't Mac compatible, and those are Earth hard drives. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. All right, so for spoiler alert, let's talk about Alone. Oh, you loving that show, I've been, man. I've been binge-watching that show, Alone. Alone is basically a bunch of survival experts who they put out in the wilderness, and the one who stays out longest without tapping out 
wins uh, half a million bucks. Survival expert. Yeah, so they give you, like, you're allowed to take ten things with you, like a tarp, an axe, a couple mm. other things. You get to choose what you bring with you. Nine knife. Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. <laughs> and a Walkman. Um, and oh, so, I forgot the tape and the battery. Oh. And so the you have to overcome the elements and like build a shelter and keep a fire going. But then there's also the mental aspect of it where it's like, how long could you be alone? Chuck, I don't think you would make it past the first day. I do terrible alone. I just, it, I'm the worst if I'm alone. And some people are better equipped to be alone, but they, they run out of food or they, or their shelter catches fire or something like that. And other people are, are great survival experts. They're catching fish. They got tons of food, but they I just, would almost build two shelters. They miss their family the too much. Yeah, yeah. Family man, it's all about family. It's all about family, as you said. And you can't you can't build too many shelters because every shelter, every every thing that you do burns calories, and so that's one of the main things you're trying to do is conserve calories because if your BMI gets too low, you get booted. Ooh. Um, so it's a really cool show. If you're into like survival stuff, how about I, your IBS? If that gets too high, do you get <laughs> then, then uh, th- you can also get airlifted out, <laughs> or you can just take diapers with you. I guess <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, if you're if you're all alone, you can just you can just do whatever you want. Go shit all over the beach if you want. There's this weird movie I saw growing up, which is terrible, and it has the father from the Wonder Years on a canoe looking for his family, and the daughters and the son are like in a tarp in Alaska. Is it the summer camp. And no, no, and that's the one where they find the body. I that's think. the one where it turns out that the girl was actually a guy or yeah, something. Or the guy was a girl. That's a weird one. And then what's the boys don't cry one or they kill the girl with the fake penis? Hillary Swank's in it. Um, Way different one, but she was pretending <laughs> to be a dude. The crying anyway, game? Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, I saw it with my mom, dude. The crying game? Yeah. With oh. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the big penis. I don't. I don't know why he couldn't see that coming. He's looking to the left a little bit. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. I but. used to date a girl with a lazy eye. We broke up because I found out she was seeing someone on the. Holy side. Christ! Oh, zing! Oh man, <laughs> it's one of those shows. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I watched it on a recommendation and I really got into it. So check out Alone. You can watch some of the ep- some of the Ooh. seasons are on Hulu. Some of them are on Netflix. Um, season seven is is uh, available. That many seasons is being released right now, so they're about two episodes in. Also, if you is have every season a different group of people, yes, yes, except one of the seasons they let the like the people that were like second place they let them come back for a redemption season. Ooh. So it's all the losers came back. And all the losers who only made it five months and three weeks in the wilderness. <laughs> Uh, also, let's see. If you have Amazon Prime, check out Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We watched the first two seasons. Love it. Tony Shalhoub is one of the main characters. <sighs> American hero, bro. He's a national treasure. You know what's so weird? As much as I have such a hard on for Tony Shalhoub, I've never seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think you should watch it. It's sort of like I got some alone time coming up. I think I should dig dig the, on in. It's like if the Gilmore Girls were <sighs> were New York Jews. Yeah. And Rory wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Oh my because, god, I love it because it's got that really super quick, very witty. Um, back and forth rapport mm. where it's like the dialogue is really quick and just very. I want more of the Gilmore up-tempo. Girls. They brought that show back and it was kind of eh. Yeah, I didn't see it when they and then the it. other one was in uh, the Santa Claus movie, Bad Santa, and she has sex in it oh, a bunch, she's but she's so never hot. naked. The mom, she's so hot in that in Bad Santa. Maybe she has bad titties because then you never get to see her titties. <laughs> um, I would still 
I would, I would still do the most amount. It could be a burn mark, and one could look like Pangea, and I would go to town. So anyway, watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's Ooh. a it's a really good show, and I, I think it would be right up your alley because you are a Gilmore Girls But there's Girls no fan. nudity in it, right? There is no nudity. Hmm. That is Does correct. any true you know blooded main, American You know who the, the main character is? The main character is the same girl that played the prostitute Rachel in House of Cards. Well, now we're talking. Because we oh, we just finished rewatching House of Cards recently, and we're like, wait a second. Is that the girl from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I've had recurring dreams of Kevin Spacey lately. It's so bizarre. Oh, uh, well, uh, speaking of Kevin Spacey, I don't know if you know this, but remember how I was talking about uh, the fact that House of Cards was no longer available on Netflix. Yeah, dude. Well, after, then we talked about it a lot. That, and guess what happened after that? Epi- after that episode of the show aired, Netflix must have heard our plea clearly because Netflix went and unlocked all the House of Cards episodes. That's what we're talking about here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We are doers and go getters. We are movement makers, man. House of Cards we got the biscuit get bump. Shit done, baby. They got the biscuit bump, baby. So anybody that that wants to go watch House of Cards, not only is it a fantastic show. But uh, you also can thank us. You should most certainly thank us. Because Vince Odie, Chuck Sauce, to the rescue. You know who does not get House of Cards back on Netflix? The lamestream media. The lamestream media who tried to shut down Kevin Spacey. Shutting down Kevin Spacey, bro. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you haven't seen House of Cards, it's one of the best serial dramas on TV. Kevin Spacey. Uh, even though quite we, a monster on the we show, we can't approve of his actions. Yeah, Kevin Spacey, stop grabbing sixteen-year-old boys' butts, dude. What's weird is stop that, grabbing their penises too. They don't like it. Um, maybe they do, but also, they don't know what they like yet. I don't know if you know this, but uh, after that whole thing happened, Kevin Spacey recorded a couple YouTube videos of him being a great a USDA psycho. Of him, yo, playing, cray cray, bro, cray cray, playing the character of of <laughs> Frank. Who Frank Underwood, who's his character in House yeah. of Cards, and it's like he he's like saying, um, "They killed me off, but you never saw me die." Blah blah blah, and it's like his character has gone rogue out off of the show after he got canceled. That's could you, great. Could you imagine like after if after Breaking Bad ended, Brian Cranston just started doing YouTube videos like how what, to make meth? Wal- Walter White is still alive. Blah, you never blah. see him die. It's like in the episode of Thirty Rock where the Generalissimo is the character in the oh that's so funny in the Spanish soap opera and Jack Donaghy doesn't like the character so he tries to get the writers to kill him off and the writers write him off the show but the guy goes rogue and starts doing his own dialogue and won't and refuses because to the die. woman that John Donaghy's dating doesn't like him because it looks like the bad guy on the soaps right his his her mom doesn't like <laughs> Dude, him Thirty Rock was so good. <laughs> But Kevin Spacey, it's so bizarre what he did. It's like unprecedented where he his his character just went rogue after getting written off on the show. So weird. And then in real life, some of the people that accused Kevin Spacey died. More than one of Kevin Spacey's yes, accusers died. Were, died before going to trial. So it's almost like Kevin Spacey's uh, character. Took his character, like pushed him in front of trains. <laughs> it's, it's like his character, like in the in the movie Ring, he, he like came out of the TV screen and yeah. started, started killing people. <laughs> wow, that's so clever. But uh, oh, also speaking about uh, disgraced people who can still be found on Netflix, all of Louis C.K.'s stuff is back on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, all of Chris D'Elia's stand-ups are still available. On and Netflix. we do have a small correction. Um, so Chris D'Elia still not a shining exemplary person at all. But some of the articles we quoted on two weeks ago, last week's episode, episode of Biscuits and Gravy, 
they mislabeled a lot of people's ages, and it turns out a lot of people that were 17 were actually 18 at the time. Did he actually have sex with them, or was he no, just texting them? just texting. So you're not Texting to... and sexting. So he sexted somebody that was 17 years old? And a lot of people that were 18, but still in high school. And, oh. like, not a couple people. Like, it was like, uh, like yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Hundreds of people. <laughs> Had a lot of free time in his hand. That's what I like about those high school girls. I keep I, getting older. They stay the same age. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's talk about HBO a little bit let's more. Let's talk about HBO, baby. So, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things HBO can be. Right here. So, I'm going to freaking murder you if you play Limp Biscuit again. All right, all right so, we are looking for a new co-host for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. All right, if you so, want to be a co-host, give us a call at 808-877-3435. All right, so on HBO or HBO Max, if you will. If you will. Um, there's, if you a, there's a couple things. There's a show called Doom Patrol, which is a what show. What the heck is that? Doom Patrol is a. Uh, Doom or Dune? Doom. Doom. So Doom Patrol was a DC comic, and uh, they did it. On, you know how DC had their own streaming network where all their shows were in streaming jail because nobody could watch it because nobody wanted <laughs> no to sign up for DC no one streaming? Wants it. Except probably Chris Fight, if I had Probably, <laughs> I would say. He's like the only one. <laughs> but uh, so now that HBO Max owns all the DC stuff, they, were, they started streaming Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, I thought it was about Doctor Doom because it's called Doom Patrol and the, the main character has like a robot face. But um, it turns out it's not Doctor Doom. It's a guy. It's a guy named Robot Man or something. That's uh, played, uh, you're losing me here. Played bro. by Brendan Fraser. Which <laughs> hold on, Brendan Fraser still does stuff. Yeah, and you know what I didn't know? Apparently, Brendan Fraser got blackballed from Hollywood because he was he was going to speak out against Harvey Weinstein. Good for him, man. Which I didn't know. But remember, he was in the in the early 2000s he was a big star he was an everything man and then apparently somebody sexually harassed him and then when he spoke up to say something he got blackballed from hollywood for a long time oh man so now brendan fraser is back now that the me too movement has allowed everybody to come back whoa has locked up all those evil harvey weinstein whoa i'm sure Wow. And Brendan Fraser is in Doom Patrol. Uh, is it good? Not really. I, did, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did. I did not enjoy it. Um, although uh, some of our listeners have told me that they really enjoy the show Doom Patrol. Maybe if you were a fan of the comic, you might like it. But I just couldn't. I, just I gotta couldn't give really you props, man. It. You are very tenacious. See, if I start watching a show or a movie and I don't like it, I watch. I like, don't finish it. I watch you like two or three. Will finish it. I watched like two or three episodes, and then I found out that it's not Doctor Doom. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second, isn't Doctor Doom a Marvel character?" And then I found out, yeah, it's not Doctor Doom. It's an entirely different show. And full of Brandon Fraser. Uh, also, there's a fantastic uh, true crime documentary on HBO Max. Uh, two of the episodes have aired already. It's called. I'll be gone in the dark. Do you know anything about this, Chuck? No, a damn thing. The show I'll be I'm gone in the dark. I'm learning so much today, man. I'm learning it. All right, so you know, friend of the show, Patton Oswalt. Of course, Patton Oswalt's wife was a true crime uh, blogger. Yep, um, and author, and she wrote a book called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," and it's all about the EAR East mm-hmm. Area Rapist, who then became the GSK, the Golden State Killer. Whoa. Because there was this guy, the EAR, East Area Rapist. He was operating for for years, and he raped like over 50 people and got away with it. And then right. the Golden State Killer started killing people, and then they found out that it's They're like the, the same, same guy. 
So anyway, Patton Oswalt's wife wrote a book about this, and then it got published, and then Patton Oswalt's wife died, and then after like after the book got published, so they sad. ended up catching the Golden State Killer. Nice. This was this was recently like in 2015. Uh, so that he just got caught, I think it was it was just a couple years ago. So this whole documentary is all about. She also had a podcast, so they're using a lot of audio from the podcast, and it's her talking about uh, her doing all this research about the East Area Rapist, and then all the clues that all the internet sleuths put together, and then eventually them catching him. Um, only two of the episodes have come out so far. Patton Oswalt's in there. They interview him, and he talks about his wife and everything, oh, and it's just really great especially if you're one of those true crime fans they interview one of the uh one of the people from one of my favorite true crime podcasts my favorite murder they interview her and not your least favorite people. your favorite <laughs> not one one of my favorites one of my favorite true crime prod- podcast is probably last podcast on the left of course as long as we're giving shout outs to other podcasts shout it out baby to other real podcasts that are much better than biscuits and gravy but pod save america is really wordy it's kind of hard to listen to pod save america is really good but i can't listen to it anymore because it just makes me realize how dumb trump supporters are Mm. and it just makes me angry so and then Mm. i go on facebook and start arguing with people i've been off facebook for since march man yeah, it's uh, it's not a good thing. April, May, June, July. Four months, man. That's probably why you didn't know about the comedy show tomorrow. Yeah, you'd think someone would be able to reach out any other way and still ask me to be on it. Okay, so watch I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. Uh, also on HBO is that show Perry Mason. Another one? Yeah, are you familiar with Perry Mason? Yeah. Yeah. The detective. Right. Yeah. Well, they rebooted the show, and so now it's- Who plays Perry Mason now? Some guy. Well- is he's not any, he's guy. not anybody famous, but John Lithgow is in it. He, John he plays a side Lithgow. character, and it basically man. it's basically this this murder mystery story. He's a detective. It takes place in like the 30s. My only complaint is that instead of being Perry Mason, it should have been True Detective season four. Okay, because imagine if they had done a True Detective season, but it took in place in like the 30s. Absolutely, it'd be great. Yeah, and, and they it's did on it, HBO. They why did it sort of like a noir it? style. So I don't know why they or why they decided to reboot Perry Mason and use that name. You know, Die Hard Three was supposed to be a Lethal Weapon movie originally. Oh, what? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well, it was good as a Die Hard movie. If you rewatch it, it totally makes sense. So that I don't it was know why HBO was using the name Perry Mason because there's most people are age. Yeah, HBO's not getting that eighty-year-old demographic. Yeah, the people, the only people who would watch it because it's called Perry Mason are probably like in their nineties and don't have HBO Max anyway. They're watching Lame. CBS. They're watching Jag. Oh they don't God. have time to. <laughs> Jag. They're on a fixed income. They can't afford Dude. HBO Max. Jag. <laughs> Uh, but watch Perry Mason. It's pretty good if you if you're into like crime detective. It's kind of got sort of a noir feel to it. It's kind of on the darker side. Ooh. That's also, uh, our friend Mark Ruffalo, friend of the show, Mark Ruffalo of Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk sized appetite. Um, it has been confirmed that he's going t- that he's attached to the Parasite reboot that they're going to do on that's HBO. So weird. Why? I'm not sure why that's why happening. Why are they doing that but it movie? It is happening. It's going to be like a mini series, I think. And what? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it. It's he so was, good already. Why redo it? He was also in that show, I Know This Much Is True. Where he plays himself and his crazy plays, person brother. He plays his own twin brother, Rosie O'Donnell's in it. Everybody in the show is really good. So I definitely recommend checking that out if you're a Ruffalo fan. And finally on HBO Max uh, is a movie coming out. I don't know if they were going to release this in the movie theater. Skinamax? Is it called no. Cat's Cradle? No, but it is somewhat suggestive. It's called American Pickle. Have Ooh. you heard about American Pickle? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. So I've been living under a rock, and I'm loving it. A rock. A rock. Uh, so I don't know if this was originally supposed to be released in the movie theaters, and now they're releasing it on HBO Max because of the whole pandemic thing. Mm. But it's a it's a Seth Rogen movie where – Yes, I have heard about this. He, I'm so excited. He plays his own grandfather who – Who gets – who falls into a pickle century, in Brooklyn. He falls into like a, a pickle factory and the brine uh, – Keeps him alive, bro. <laughs> the brine preserves him and then he wakes up like 100 years later and he's in modern-day Brooklyn. And his – and he reconnects with his, is a startup, with his descendant. Right? So American Pickle. It's coming out in August, and it's going to be released on HBO Max. So <sighs> it looks like a pretty funny movie. American Pickle. I, I How was, much would you smell? Gotta if you love Seth Rogen. If you were preserved brine. by pickle brine yeah. for a hundred years, you'd probably smell pretty pungent. If yeah, I had to guess. pungent to say the least. Pungent. Uh, all right, you ready to get in the Netflix? Absolutely. Right, this is the the second. This half. is. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show on the Biscuit Bunker. Today's show is brought to us by Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Vote at Best Supporting Actress, Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bras. Today's show is presented in a part by Tara Reads Audiobooks. When you need someone to read it to you, Tara Reads. And also by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. That's in the Scrotal Transplant Center district in old Paia Town. All right, so you ready to talk about Netflix? The most amount of Netflix, bro. We talked about HBO. Now let's talk about Netflix. Netflix has a couple good things worth watching right now. Oh, uh, it's got tons, baby. There's a new Will Ferrell movie called Eurovision. Oh, my God. Everyone is recommending that I watch Eurovision, man. <laughs> and, well, I will also recommend that you watch Eurovision. Is it directed by Adam McKay or what? I don't know who's who's so, directing it, but it's it's one of those by the books Will Ferrell goofy. That's what I want to see, man. Um, so if you're looking for a, a nice way to kill like an hour and a half, and you're a big Will Ferrell fan, oh baby, Eurovision is basically exactly what you would expect. So is it Norway or Iceland or what? Uh, it's Iceland. He's from Iceland, and uh, Iceland. Him and his him and his girl are like uh, goofy singer songwriters, and they want to get into the Eurovision competition. Um, and so it's uh, all the things that happen to them along the way on their on their path to Eurovision, and they also include a couple of the actual Eurovision competitors. Oh man, um, that's so funny! Yeah, so there's a scene where they have like a big a big musical number, and a lot of the a lot of the old winners from the Eurovision competition are make cameos in the movie. Um, so it's just a it's just a fun, lighthearted film. If you like Will Ferrell, you'll definitely like it. Ah, oh, that's great. I am looking for a new movie to kill some time, man. I like laughing, baby. I love laughing. I love to laugh. Uh, so Eurovision, happy, lighthearted. If you're looking for something much on the opposite end of the spectrum, something dark, you could watch Dark, the <laughs> show Dark. Uh, dark Season 3 is has premiered. Um, All the way from Germany to Iceland. What a difference, huh? Um, and it, so this season is going to be the final season. It's the um, final countdown. Interestingly enough, the name of that band is Europe. Europe. That's right. No, Asia. 
No, no that's Europe, Europe. Is, yeah. Europe is the final countdown. Asia is, is... I never meant to be so bad to you. In the heat <laughs> of the moment. Uh, so Nothing's going to beat the gravy song we heard you earlier, man. <laughs> I'm about to get 19 speeding tickets Power this week. Power of the gravy. Ooh, yeah. A little harmony over there, bro. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uh, so when you're watching Dark, make sure you pay attention because <laughs> Dark is very complex show. It's not one of those shows that you can watch in the background. If you and hate along. the Biscuits and Gravy show, you are going to love Dark. You got to pay attention. It's super complex. Uh, but it is really good, and uh, I do recommend Just like watching you, bro. It. I'm, I'm very much anticipating finishing the third season of Dark. Finish? That's another country. Make sure when you when you start watching it, make sure that you uh, watch the recap because there's a lot of stuff that happens in season one and season two. Make sure you watch that. Oh, and <sighs> so also, peculiar. speaking of the biscuit bump. Speaking an- of the biscuit bump, baby, right another here sh- on the Biscuits and Gravy Another show. show that got the biscuit bump is Hannibal. We were talking about Hannibal and how it was coming to Netflix, and I was With Mads Nicholson. I was encouraging everybody to watch it so that hopefully it would be it would become very popular and maybe Netflix would produce another season. Did you eat season. Portuguese sausage today too? Because I, I, I got I the did dirt. Not. Oh. <laughs> No, I, I don't have uh, I don't have heartburn. I just am burping a lot oh, okay, because I'm cool. drinking my sparkling water. Ooh, baby. Mm. So if you've never seen Hannibal, the series, definitely, definitely go on Netflix and watch it. It's one of my- It's got Lawrence Fishburne in it, it's bro. It's got Lawrence Fishburne. What else could you ask for? I don't know. Maybe not Duchovny, but the hot chick from X-Files. It's got her, too. And uh, she's- oh, yeah. oh, my God. She's a redhead that I want to bang. What's it's her like... name? Something Julia? Scully. 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 Yeah, I want her to give me some Scully. <laughs> I'll tell you. I want some XXX files, if you know what oh, I mean. Oh, and speaking of House of Cards, so Mads Mikkelsen has a brother who's also an actor. What? And his brother is plays Petrov. Is the, his name Chad Mikkelsen? His, his, his brother plays... <laughs> plays uh, Petrov, the Russian president. No way! Yeah, so the Russian president, Petrov, in House yeah, of Cards. Yeah, in House of Cards. The actor is Mads Mikkelsen's brother. Oh, snap. They're both from, like, Copenhagen or something. Copenhagen. Something like that. But Mads Mikkelsen and his brother, both great actors. So you got another thing, man. Watch Biscuits and Gravy. Changing the world, bro. Changing the world, yeah. Changing the world. You know who doesn't change the world? The lamestream media. That's true. That's true, though. Today's show is presented in part by... A lovely community-funded <laughs> sponsor like Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. Let Benedict go to waste. Yeah. Thank you, Benedict Cumberbatch. You're killing it. One of our biggest supporters. And today's show is also brought to us by Frank Capper's Capricola. It's a wonderful sandwich. You, you don't, don't have, have to, to go, go all the way to Washington. Washington for, for quality fun. deli meats. Quality. Here the meat sweats. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Anything else for spoiler alert today, bro, Chomsky? Uh, I think we got most of it out of my system here. Um, We talked about Kevin Spacey. We talked about all the comedy that's available on Netflix. I think there's only one thing left to do. Oh, yeah. It's time for Conspiracy Cookbook. Ooh, baby. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought Conspiracy to us by cookbook. Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Ooh, and yeah. also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from, from Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. 
All right, so much going on in the world of conspiracies here, everybody, and I do apologize immensely. I do many things immensely, but I haven't apologized immensely today. It was very unfortunate that we had to forego last week's episode of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, okay? It's always now, when, when you're off is when the big stuff the happens. The big stuff, baby! Like That's because... I always remember, evil never sleeps, bro. Like if you evil if you never watch sleeps. Political shows like last week tonight or something like that. Whenever they're on their little hiatus, that's when all the awesome stuff, the good stuff, always goes down. Mm. I think they do that on purpose, though. Like they they always, the new world order, the human they always <laughs> lizards that like, control the world. The, they go, know the lizards always leak scandals and stuff around the holiday time mm. when when everybody's off and nobody's paying attention because they know the news cycle will forget about it. They the want time. the world to be just like a lizard tongue split. That's true. That's true, bro. Now, thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Now, most of you skip over the good stuff in the middle and go right to the greatest stuff towards the end of the show, Conspiracy Cookbook. I want you to set your ovens to 420, this grab the, the tinfoil one. Oh, I'm standing up, baby. I'm standing up, not just for the people. I'm not just standing up for the people that hate lizard people. Good thing you're I'm not standing up for Charlie Daniels. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about him later because you know we love Charlie Daniels here. And how he hates Taco Bell and the Illuminati, bro. Wait, is that why he got killed? Who? who I'm only here to have wild speculations, Wait, bro. Charlie Daniels hated Taco Bell. And well, all right. So Taco we Bell. Know Taco Bell is controlled remember, by the Illuminati. Had Taco Bell had the tongue in cheek commercial about the Illuminati, right? And then Charlie Daniels tweeted, "Lizard tongue in cheek." <laughs> oh, Charlie Daniels tweeted, "Taco Bell, don't mess with the Illuminati." <gasps> He tweeted that at them? Yes, he did. Oh, oh that burp was just the worst, dude. Also, if you look at the Taco Bell logo, uh, the Bell logo, you can see there's actually three sixes that are hidden Clearly. inside the logo. So the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast. And also, tacos kind of shaped like a little pyramid. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the one the one eye. Now, a Charlie Tangles going down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal. And some of their, but who's stealing all the their, souls? Some of their value, their value menu items are a dollar, and yep. what's on the dollar? A pyramid and an eye. The eye, bro. The yeah. eye, not the eye of Sauron, as I much like to say. <laughs> the I only see that when I smoke DMT. <laughs> all right, guys. Enough about jokes. All we right. got to talk about some conspiracy cookbook shit going on right here, bro. We got quite possibly one of the biggest conspiracies here since. Obama trying to track us during since vaccines. Obama has been to Mars. All right, man. So first of all, Charlie Daniels, R.I.P. Bro, I know you're gonna fight the good fight on the other side. I know it. I oh, know it. Also, speaking about um, marking people with vaccines, Kanye West came out and said that vaccines are the mark of the beast. Yeah, and as we know, DJ Trump uh, blames his standoffish relationship with his son <laughs> on vaccines. <laughs> Is that why his son is autistic? Yes, okay. because he got vaccinated. Because he got vaccinated. Yeah, that's our own John president Jr. of the United States of America uh, can't read an eighth grade textbook. <laughs> Get over it, guys. Get that's the shots. true, though. Um, so, also, as we remember, if C equals three and you, and A equals one, stuff like that, if you add up all the letters in Corona, it adds up to sixty-six, and the the letters there's six letters in Corona, so that's six, six, six. Now, some listeners will say it's that's a stretch. No, evidence. you are wrong. It is 
the most amount of evidence you need to not get vaccines, everybody, okay? It is just like Chuck. Market, no stretching at all. No stretching <laughs> at all. Oh, my tan lines, bro. I look like the Tiger King over here, man. Those tan lines are stretch marks. I don't. I know. <laughs> I got some shea butter on it, man. Uh, now, it's time to get in the real nuts and bolts here. The, 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 <laughs> the real thing. You're hanging out with me too much, bro. The real thing on everybody's mind right now is the arrest of Jislane Maxwell. Jislane's Maxwell. Um, so as we are, all right, let's fill some people in here, okay? Rich people are, some of them are lizard people. Lizard, lizard people want to suck the life force out of young people. Everybody knows the whole Jeffrey Epstein story at this point. And then he, uh, he got suicided. And so everybody got off the hook. Now, the FBI agent that raided his uh, place and found a book of DVDs labeled with 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds and famous people banging, that whole DVD got erased. erased all of them. Not even one, all of them gone. But we know that Jeffrey Epstein had a number two who was like his, uh, they were like the Batman and Robin. Yeah, she of, was like the pr- child she molesting. was the one that would go into the bathrooms at Mar-a-Lago and find right. 15-year-old girls. She was the one that was recruiting to people to help to help find more people to rape and also to be like sexually harassed by mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein. And they bring them and in he and would, show them how to massage and right. then, and yeah. she, she would also be in the room while he was doing what he was doing. Um which and, is so and, complicated. And to help I can't even have it. sex while someone's weed whacking in the vicinity. But it's weird. It me. was like a lot of the girls felt more comfortable doing what they were doing because she because there was like an adult woman in the room. Yeah, so they didn't realize this that they is were how getting these crazy into. messed up people work, bro. They, they're like, oh, this this woman's here, so at least like everything's gonna be above board. And then all of a sudden, you're you're whacking off Jeffrey Epstein, and yep. you're like, what, three how? times a day, you're dude. Like, how did I get here? Sixty kids in Florida alone. So and then so jerking them off three after, times a day. After Jeffrey Epstein got arrested and suicided, she went into hiding. Uh, nobody, the FBI couldn't find her. She was she was hiding behind a shell corporation, and she changed her name and everything. <laughs> it turned out she was hiding up in New Hampshire. Live and, free or die hard, bro. And they found her. They found her, and they arrested her, and now she's in jail. New Hampshire. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, does the... Don't you think that she's going to get suicided right now? Looks like a dead end for Jiz Lane. Looks like a dead end for Jiz Lane, except she's got leverage. Oh, she's a fulcrum, baby. She got all the leverage in the world, if you remember, baby. If you remember from the Jeffrey Epstein documentary, cameras Rich everywhere, Netflix, bro. Cameras. He had cameras in every room in his house. He recorded everything that went there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story is that he has this whole backlog of tapes of all these rich and famous people doing all types of perverse sexual acts. Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Yeah, yeah. I know we make jokes in the show, but really, all the rich people you know just rape kids all the time, and you got to get over it. Yeah, and so anyway... Don't get over it! She has claimed that she has a bunch of these videotapes ready to go, um, so she's going to use that and possibly as leverage to prevent her from being suicided because she could do one of those... Um, Epstein had it too, though! But she could do one of those things where it's like... If any of these tapes, she could give the tapes to somebody and say, if I die, release the tapes. Or she could use the tapes as quid pro quo with the FBI. <laughs> Epstein is a weirdo. He had access to Victoria's Secret models, and he said they were too old and developed for him. But we know when That's Epstein, when Epstein died, none of those tapes surfaced. So it's possible that she has them and she's going to use them mm. as collateral. Uh, also, what's the name? Prince Ed- Prince Albert? Oh, my God. Prince Edward. <laughs> Prince, <laughs> Prince Albert. <laughs> Uh, he has been in a lot of hot water due to his connections, and she has also claimed that she might have a tape of him specifically 
doing some salacious things as well. Oh, my lord. So it's possible that Ghislaine might just live long enough to testify, and uh, we may see some uncovering of some more nefarious deeds by rich and famous people and uh, politicians. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. What a gross, sick world we live in here, everybody, man. It is. I can't believe she was in New Hampshire the whole time and the FBI couldn't find her. <laughs> we also know that she she took out like $10 million from Jeffrey Epstein's account after he died. After he died, remember bro. After he died, there was like a mysterious money transfer where like $150 million got transferred out of his account and then... 140 million got transferred back, and they were yep. like, like, "Oh, oh it was weird. just a, it was just an accounting error. They didn't mean to transfer the money." No. Oh well, what happened to the other 10 million dollars that mysteriously disappeared? He actually spite did something with his money. He had it so that even if like the hundreds of people that have verified, right, he accounts, put it in the trust that belonged so to his bank, so yeah. that they couldn't sue, so that they couldn't sue his trust. So basically, just just further fucking over all of his victims, or right. as we have possibly thought on the show he prestiged himself he probably did prestige himself where there is a dead version of him but then there's also an alive version of him mm -hmm. somewhere under the jail cell and then they just walked him out the back door you never know bro that's because they had elon musk build a uh, a tesla machine that could duplicate <laughs> of <course. laughs> jeffrey epstein I'm and then he so, prestiged himself i'm so tired i can't even correct you today and then there's another just just as we were going to to print on this biscuits and gravy episode Hot and fresh out the kitchen, bro. There another conspiracy theory came to came to light. This is guys, everybody. Three, two, one, buckle up. All right, so Gislaine Maxwell. Gislaine Maxwell. There's a there's a supposedly a picture of her where she was photographed with John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> baby! This is the crossover episode we've all been waiting for. Just when you thought all the JonBenet Ramsey conspiracies were put to sleep. Oh, my God. I think, like, the National Enquirer must be like, hey, whoa, Cox, whoa, whoa, hello. D dust us off, everybody. We're back. <laughs> they picked the, they picked up the JonBenet Ramsey file. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Another JonBenet Ramsey dust. story. <laughs> so Wait, those parents. What was the last time that we talked about JonBenet Ramsey was when it was, they thought it might be Britney Spears was actually JonBenet yes. Ramsey. Do you remember that? Yes, we, I do. <laughs> Where there was a theory that JonBenet Ramsey is actually Britney Spears, is actually Britney Spears, yeah. and that they... who would put forward <laughs> wild, incredible stories, man? Not the oh. biscuits and gravy show. Not the, not the biscuit boys. <laughs> not the damn biscuit boys. Not you big burger biting bearded biscuiteers out oh, there. Oh lordy, not you biscuiteers. Not you gravy gals. <laughs> uh, so Ooh, the tinfoil's heating up today, baby. Oh man, my tinfoil is stifling. So <laughs> stifling. I feel like, a, feel like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> Put some sour cream and sprinkle is, some bacon, baby. This is bacon my potato right so now. John so John Benet Also, John, her parents so blamed some Puerto Rican guy, like and it was totally them that murdered her, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so, guys, if you're listening, or they, they, they spoiler alert, sold uh, her people blame minorities all the time for problems <laughs> that are not a real issue. Turns out, minorities, totally great people. It's like Trump supporters. They're a minority, technically. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, because your IQs are below 80. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Um, but <laughs> Depending on how much coffee I have, your I'm actually pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Your anti -Trump. IQ is below 80. If you don't believe that Ghislaine Maxwell was... Sorry, so I don't know. <laughs> have you seen the picture? First of all... Have it, you seen the picture? Why do we keep calling her Ghislaine? Is that her real that's name? Her, name. her name's Ghislaine. Is there, all right, so was Ghislaine Maxwell photographed with John Bonet Ramsey? Have you seen the picture? 
I'm looking at it right now. Okay, bro. so in the picture, you so it's see, on Snopes.com. As we all know, we got our scopes on Snopes. We've got our scopes on Snopes, and usually Snopes is is ready and raring to go when it comes to debunking stuff like this. But on Snopes, it's still unverified claim. In they the, don't know if it's true or not. There man. is a there they is don't a, know. There is a picture that exists of John Benet Ramsey, and in the upper left hand corner, there's a woman. Oh my God! There's a woman who's kind of. Facing away from the camera, you can see yeah! the side of her face. She's got short, cropped black hair and an angular nose, and it looks a lot like Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh my God! It now does some look people like say. Maxwell. Now some people would be quick to say that look, that could be anybody with short, cropped black but hair. But we all know Ghislaine Maxwell likes to hang around underage kids. Right. What better Everybody. way to find children for your pedophile ring? Than hanging out around child beauty contests. Now, what if we have it all wrong, Vincent Fogel? Everybody knows that. And you if know, you remember, Jean Benet Ramsey was a child beauty yeah, pageant which contestant. is also completely disgusting. So that's so that seems like the prime place where if you if you were running a pedophile ring, that's where you would it can go. be divided amongst itself. And so it's possible that they had something set up where they were going to maybe fake Jean Benet Ramsey's death and then sell her to the the international pedophile ring. Yeah, um, and she's then, living on uh, the Virgin Islands. It's got flown to the Lolita <laughs> Express. There's going to be a picture that surfaces next week of Prince with her. With JonBenet Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then here's the weirdest part. The same. Oh, there's something weirder? The same law firm that was hired. This is the craziest part, To everybody. represent uh, the, the Ramseys. Mm-hmm. Is the uh-huh. same law firm that is representing Ghislaine Maxwell. Coincidence? I don't think so. There are no coincidences. That's what Freud said. Damn, bro. So what John Benet Ramsey, bro. Just when you thought that that you finally put that John Benet Ramsey <sighs> case to bed, girl, bro. and then all of a sudden you find out that Ghislaine Maxwell is was involved in her death. Of course, I can't wait to find out. The real conspiracy theory is that John Benet Ramsey got acne earlier and was no longer pretty, so then they just didn't want to do the pageants anymore. Oh, so they just killed her because yeah, just killed uh, her off. She was pretty anymore. <laughs> she got acne. Because if you've ever met anyone young, they have acne and they're gross. Why don't you want to suck the young kid? They got acne. They're disgusting. Oh, well, not when they're like eight. Oh, let's not get into that, you dude. How old was John Renee Ramsey when she disappeared? Oh, she was like eight or ten, right? That's, that's hey, pretty Siri, acne. You don't get acne until John you start Renee going through puberty. She was like five or six. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Boulder, Colorado, bro. Oh, dude, that's totally fake. The parents, right? I mean, uh, totally. I like. hate the, the concept of child beauty pageants. You know who does a really good way, uh, way of turning up I the mean, mirror say, to society? Say what you will about Donald Trump, but when he walked into the dressing room of Miss America <laughs> beauty pageants, all those girls were of age. Of age. It, it, of that one particular at least, instance. At least he never walked into any into the back room of any child beauty pageants. Are we okay? <laughs> all right. Are you ready for the best part of the show, Chuck? Of course, the triumphant return of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's Trudeau. Today's show comes from (laughs) lovely community support from Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning. State's evidence. And also by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. (laughs) Of course, by Paul Simon's Insane Asylums. (laughs) Still crazy after all these years. And of course, by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an (laughs) Uncle. (laughs) For nephews and nieces. 
<laughs> go ahead. You can say it. <laughs> I think Chuck's having an asthma attack. <laughs> Gary Sinise induced Dude, asthma attack. <laughs> so I was, at, I was at Pearl Harbor last week, and first of all, I was the only one at Pearl Harbor. And so they were just following us and cleaning and sanitizing at like, dude, they couldn't have waited 30 seconds, dude. They were like immediately sanitizing right behind me and Christy. So it's like OJ Simpson, like covering yeah, the tracks just... up. As you're, like, as you're <laughs> so I, I go in the gift shop and Gary Sinise is like the narrator. For a... <laughs> <laughs> what? And so like I lost my fucking shit, dude. And then I sent that picture. I took it to you, and he, his face is everywhere, dude, all over Pearl Harbor, Wait, man. You sent me a picture of Gary. Uh, of Sinise. Gary Sinise, yeah. I don't even remember that. I'll do. I'll send you right. So like, there it's like guns over Pearl Harbor, narrated by Gary Sinise. So he was a lieutenant, but that was in the Vietnam War. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan. But yeah. don't forget, his family had served in all the other wars before him. Somebody from his family had fought and died and in died. every single U.S. war in history. You ain't got new legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> you yo, want some ice cream, Gary Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> Sinise, yo, is narrating some of the Pearl Harbor. I freaking lost my shit, dude. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise's bro. From the Oscar-winning movie Mission to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> from the 19 Academy Award-nominated movie <laughs> Ransom with Mel Gibson. <laughs> He's the FBI anytime, agent. Anytime that... your kid w- goes out to go across the street to go to school to buy a fucking comic book, you're going to have to ask yourself, is today Jimmy Shaker Day? Of course. That's Jesus. Gary Sinise's. That's Gary Sinise's, bro. That's, that's Gary Sinise's monologue from, from <laughs> Did we ever determine what <laughs> shitty space movie he was in where they go to Mars? Was that Mission to Mars or Red Planet? No, Gary Sinise was in Mission to Mars. Okay. And then Red Planet was the other movie. Oh, my God. Red Planet was pretty much a Dr. Pepper commercial. And just like Dr. Pepper, really good in the first couple minutes and then (laughs) shitty the rest of the day. And Val Kilmer was in. Oh, my Lord. Val Kilmer, he could barely fit in the spacesuit. He was such a fat fuck by the end of the movie, dude. I swear to God. I'm sure on the. the, on the old episode where we were talking about that, <laughs> some of our listeners are probably shouting out, "It's Val Kilmer!" It's Val Kilmer! It's not Gary Sinise. <laughs> <sighs> so we did Ransom cook- was a good movie. We did Remember cooking when the, the and comedy. Peeing his pants. Oh, uh, dude! Of course, who loves? Who doesn't watch kids peeing the pants? Peeing your pants. All right. All right. So uh, we didn't talk about any. Porn. Oh, we did think, talk about titties, I though. I think we talked about a little bit of porn. Now show them them titties. So now, all right, are you finally ready to get into Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Of course. You got all your Gary Sinise giggles out? <laughs> your Gary giggles? Dude, my Gary. <laughs> 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 Gotta love Gary Sinise. <laughs> Man, Ransom was a good movie. Yeah. Isn't uh who plays Gary Sinise's girlfriend in that movie? Is it Rosie Perez? Rosie Perez. Is she in that movie or is it or is she the maid? <laughs> I'm so she, sorry about She I plays like, like a she plays like a cop. No, but she's I think she's, she's one of the Pineapple dirty... Express. She's <laughs> it might be Pineapple Express. <laughs> what is a quiche? Oh my god. <laughs> you ready for Chuck stuff the knowledge bubble? I'm still got my Gary giggles. Yeah, I Gary can't get giggles? out, dude. <laughs> Are we just gonna? I can't. We're just gonna have to add I a can't. new a new part of the show where it's just called Gary Sinise Corner, where we just discuss Gary Sinise. 
<laughs> the Sinise Valise. Oh my God! He does play a police officer. So many movies. Isn't that a valise? Is like a file, right? Oh like an my attache. God! It's bro. the Sinise Valise. All right. Did you fart? In I my, did in fart. It's so bad, dude. <laughs> open the door. Oh my God! Time for a few fart jokes. Oh, actually, not. <laughs> Good old George Carlin. All righty. So we had such a great show today, man. Biscuit Fody. I love doing it. I am certainly feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot to play that. We did. We did. It's okay. Oh, lordy, lord. It is great to be back in the Biscuit Bunker, man. I love the Biscuits Grady. Thank you so much for all the people out there that message us, man. I love Spotify. Thank you so much, Spotify. We're definitely getting some cross-promotion. You could tell you're getting more listeners. People see other things, and it recommends it to us. We are doing something right, man, and I cannot thank my fans enough. Thank you so much for being Biscuit Boys. Thank you so much for being Gravy Gals. Thank you for being a true part of the Biscuitier team. It's the year of the Biscuit, baby. 2020, bro, year of the Biscuit. Now, with all the emails we've gotten this week, man, all the emails from last week, Vince assured me that Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo was going to be so hard, I would shit my pants. And we are one step away, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably. We have just aired out the Biscuit Bunker, and I we are ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. slowly was getting away from you in the first place. I, I don't know if you knew that as a cue. But. <laughs> All right, so our first question t- this week comes from Dan in Flavortown, Ohio. Dan in Flavortown, <laughs> Ohio! Dan wants to know, John Rockefeller uh, made his fortune from what industry? What industry? Uh, s- steel? Oh, no. It was oil. That was Carnegie. Carnegie. So, yeah, John Rockefeller was was an oil magnate. Oil. He found it standard uh, oil. Oh, man. That's how you remember that oil comes from rocks, Rockefeller. Oh, right. And Carnegie Hall, you have to build it. What do you build stuff with? Steel. steel. Oh, Lord. There's a little pneumatic device for all you biscuits should have known, man. I was crying. Should have known. You know, John Rockefeller was like one of the richest people in history. Yeah. Because the he has less money than billionaires now, but at the time. But at so the much. time, yeah. Actually, <sighs> the one good thing that John Rockefeller actually did because he was kind of a, he invented the dance, the Rockefeller. He kind of was swept the nation in 2005. He also founded Rockefeller Records. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually bought. Um, Seven Sacred Pools, and donated it to the Hawaiian State Park System. Nice. So if it wasn't for if it wasn't for John Rockefeller, Seven Sacred Pools might not be a protected land. I would love to go back there again and get drunk and watch Shooting Stars. But he was still a pretty shitty person. Okay. Yeah. Our second question comes from Nancy in San Diego, California. Nancy wants to know, what famous fashion designer infamously designed uniforms for the Nazis and was also a Nazi supporter? Versace. Oh, dude. I'm dying today, man. No, it was Hugo Boss. No way! Yeah, you didn't know that? You never heard the joke, the jokes about Hugo Boss, like, being Nazis? No! Well, oh, not, my God. It's not really a joke, actually. Hugo Boss... That's terrible, dude. Hugo Boss was a fashion designer. My boss is a real Nazi, they, too. They made, they made, like, pants and coats and stuff like that in Germany pre-World War II, and then... Oh. Um, when the when the Nazis rose to power, they got him to make uniforms for the Nazis, and the, all the Nazis were decked out in Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss not only made uniforms for the Nazis, he was also 
a supporter of the Nazi party. Of course he was. And uh, he, their company is still around today. I don't remember them doing any major apologies, but... I remember in like the turn of the century, the boss jeans had the word boss on the fly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was weird. So the dress code for St. Mary's Grammar School directly put that in there one year. No boss like, jeans? No lettering on flies. And we're like... It's the lettering on the fly that they had a problem with, not the Nazi... Yeah, of course not. No, not in the least. Not their Nazi connection. Not the Nazi connection. Nazi connection sounds like a terrible children's show. The Nazi connection. (laughs) The Nazi connection. (laughs) All right, so you ready for the third question? As we know, the third question is always a sports question because sports are Chuck's Achilles hoof. The the puppet strings are an actual swastika and you marionette it around. So uh, our third question comes from Micah in Lahaina. Oh, my God. It just better be like the easiest one in the world because I'm dying today. Micah wants to know the documentary Dogtown and Z-Boys is about the creation of what sports? Skateboarding. Skateboarding is absolutely correct. Yeah, dude. There's also a movie called Lords of Dogtown. Yep. But the documentary is called Dogtown and Mm Z-Boys. And uh, it's pretty good, actually. Documentary is better, I got to say. The documentary is pretty darn good. Yeah, it's say. like old timers being like, I was 13 and my job was to roll joints with the skateboarders. Well, oh. you got uh, one out of three. Uh, I really blew it today, bro. I'm surprised you it. didn't know that Hugo Boss one. I am pissed at myself for not knowing Hugo Boss or about Carnegie but Hall. We'll, I should have known. We'll talk more about Hugo Boss next week. But as for now, that's the end of our show. Oh, man. I'll see you next week. Same biscuit time. Same biscuit place. We covered so much stuff today, Chuck. We definitely had it scattered, smothered, and covered, man. I'll tell you what. Today's show was brought to us by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. <laughs> and also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Today's show is presented in part by Loin Cloth by Lionel. Hello, is it these you're looking for? If not, I'll help you find more loincloths. Hey, Vince, are you having trouble finding loincloths? I am. Well, they make it as easy as Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. With new extended hours, now they're open all night long. long. You should check out Loin Cloths for Lionel. He's got... An endless love, love for loincloths. <laughs> and uh, from me to you, hello. <laughs> <laughs> kisses. Little kisses. Little kisses. <laughs>